everyone, and welcome to another episode of Aussie Max Zone. This week, edging closer to the Apple Watch release to the public, release to the wild. It's uh, recorded the 24th of April, 2015. And I'll tell you, look, I've been listening to the show the last couple of weeks, and isn't it good that we've got Garth back? I reckon it's great. So back by popular demand. More his demand yeah. than uh, anyone else's. <laughs> so it was great, great to great to hear you again, Garth. Well done. He'll be back uh, next week, I think. He's going to um, have a. He's going to alternate as well. So just to keep it, you know, keep things uh, interesting, so to speak. All right, how you guys been? We're brought to you by athwebhosting.com.au and thescopeiteducation.com.au. Go to both of those websites and you'll find some wondrous, expanding mind things that you have no idea where you've landed until you read up all about it. All right, how does that go? Are we all confused? Yes. I'm not on anything tonight. It's just a, one of those cold nights, you know, gets to your, gets to your bones. All right, and we've got to say hello to PA. He's just, he's just messaged us. He's in the taxi on his way home from uh, Hickory over there in Carolina, I think he said he was. So good on you, PA. He's in the taxi, so we can be seen and heard everywhere, everywhere live. Good work. All right, let's have a look and see what we've got tonight. We've got one person on video, one person on audio. Let's go to the video first. G'day, Michael. How are you going? G'day, team. Yeah, mine's a bit. How are you going, too? I've lost you on video. So, oh, that's so good. It's back, so. Well, there you go. Oh, no, you're starting, you're starting to twist twist around in your head. Oh, but, um, yes, but we're rocking on. Good. The battle, the battles of the weather in Sydney, I tell you. <laughs> yeah, what has been going on down there? I tell you, I watched that magical game Sharkies and the Rabbits last night, <laughs> and it yeah. was pelting down sideways rain. What's yeah, going t- on? Turn the knife in, mate. Just put it in and turn it around. That's all you got to do to me. <laughs> yes. Look, you know, it's it's a long time between drinks when you're a shark supporter. So, look, I take them wherever they come. Don't you worry. <laughs> how, how many how many times have they won the premiership? Oh, look, that's not important. That's, you're only as good. You're only as good as your last game. You know that. <laughs> All right, let's have a chat to uh, Jace, who's on audio tonight. He's uh, out in the out in the boot, and he's got audio video issues. How you going, Jace? Hey, hey, uh, Glenn. Hey, everyone. Yes, uh, good old Skype and the uh, iPhone aren't playing nicely together. Who who would have thunk it? Hey, <laughs> who would so, have thought? Uh, audio's fine, but um, we got a yeah, nice. If, if, if I could work out to get video working on here, um, <laughs> who'd have guessed? Yeah, I, I, who, who, who'd have guessed? Are so, you, are, uh, you, are you banged um, up in a hotel, or, or what's happening? Oh, no, just out and about for work. So, uh, uh, of course, dedicated to the cause. So, yes. uh, di- dialing in for the show. But uh, yeah, I cool. guess it, maybe it's a positive that you won't see me this week. You'll just <laughs> hear from me. <laughs> well, you never know. Well, we've got a nice still of you anyway for those watching on the video. So. Uh, you know, they'll be just as impressed with that one. Absolutely. All right. Now, look, let's uh, – look, it should be really the Apple Watch show. All my stories are Apple Watches this week. Uh, when is the actual – when when is it in store, Michael? When is that happening? In store. Yeah, so Sorry. you've everyone's ordered them uh, on, yep. the, on, the, on the internet on yep. April 10. And the, are they due? Is it 24th? Is that right? Are they twenty fourth? I believe. Yeah, Friday. People will be receiving them. Right now, you've got your order in. Uh no, I, no. I had some challenges last week, but yes, I've come I'm... to an agreement with my famous friend Garth. 
Right. <laughs> so, so yes, I do have my order in. <laughs> via, via other means. Yes. yes. So so what was happening there, I was listening to the show last week, and yes, uh, Garth had managed to order a couple, uh, yeah. I think a couple, and then you were struggling to get the order through. Like, was it yes, the, uh, the internet? Saying, it, it would ask to verify, first it asked to verify your address, then once you verify the address, it asked to verify the phone numbers. Then it asked to verify the address. Then it asked to verify the phone numbers. And I was doing all this while I was driving. And mm, yep. so I, oh, I okay. concentrated on the driving just for change. So Garth, who is on ADSL 1, has got better internet than you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> How is that NBN going anyway? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's just a payback for last night's game, isn't it? Yeah, yeah that's I, right. I've got NBN. Yeah, you follow the Sharks, but I've got NBN, so stick it there. <laughs> All right, let's. Uh, can we go at, out of some order and start with a uh, story from you, Michael? Because yes, I've mate. Lost what would you like? I don't know. I've just lost the notes. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So what about? So there's been some um, upgrades to that that came through recently for ten point ten point three uh, to OSX. So, and with that upgrade, you may find that navigating the finder can be arduously slow at times. Ooh. And uh, where the contents of folders you open and they take a while to display and otherwise scrolling and navigating may be just sluggish, not what you're after. Okay. So, uh, one of the guys from Mac Issues has reported that uh, if this is caused, then you can likely fix it by cleaning some of the finder-related cache information from your Mac. So caches are small databases that, that are frequently accessed resources, so it makes it supposedly quicker because the computer just goes and has a quick look in the database mm. instead of having to look at what's in that folder all the time, for example. Right. So right. Uh, just by going in and cleaning out these caches, which you can find on your machine or there are, are a couple of other little programs you can use for cleaning the cache, um, you'll, you'll find a noticeable difference in the performance once you've actually cleaned it, especially if it's a damaged cache. Yep. So there's a couple of little programs which we will put in the show notes mm. for I think, people to check out and I'll put this article in. And Yeah, I think I had a similar problem with uh, was it the cache or something? There was something a while back you told me to do because I had a things were starting to get a bit slow, especially in Safari and all this sort of yeah. stuff. And you said clean your cookies and all your empty pages and blah blah blah. That's and, right. Yeah. Oh, I sped it yeah. up. You know, like no one's business. It was great. It was good. Yes, that's... All right. Uh, yeah. Okay. So look, I found my notes. Yay! <laughs> now, <laughs> now let's get let's get back to the Apple Watch. Now, Jace, what are you doing about the watch? Did you order one? Let's let's find that out. I I, I did. So yes. when I got in, um, I didn't have an issue getting in. I got caught up doing something else, so I think I didn't actually get uh, to have a browse around till maybe 15 minutes after things had gone on sale. And I guess if you've been looking at uh, the Twitterverse and listening to other podcasts, I think stocks so went So you're getting uh, yours in 2018 or something. That'd be right. Funnily enough, though, as I was looking through, <laughs> or... I guess Australia was actually did have a benefit over the rest of the world, where because of the way the Fridays worked, uh, they the uh, watch whilst it went on um, pre-order at the same time everywhere in the world, uh, it was Friday relative to wherever you were that the, the watches were in the Apple Store. 
So yeah. I actually had gone down to the local Apple store on Friday to, to have a look. And seeing the stainless uh, steel versus the um, um, aluminium um, one in the sports watches, there was a fair bit of difference probably on purpose by Apple to make you uh, have that loss factor <laughs> after something that was uh, uh, more, more expensive. So I was actually tossing up whether rather than going for the sports model that I was originally going to, whether to uh, – Stump up for the, the whole hog for the for the for the, for the stainless steel. Well, Ooh. the whole hog, the whole hog being the uh, addition one, probably a little bit too much. <laughs> but uh, half the hog. As it turns out, um, even fifteen minutes, you know, uh, after they'd gone on pre-order, yeah. flipping through, I think every sports edition uh, uh, was already out to. Four to six weeks. Oh, jeez! Yeah. Wow. And then I started flipping through the stainless steel, and there was only one that was still showing oh. as twenty fourth, which was the Here we go, stainless Michael. steel with the yeah. uh, uh, classic, the black band and classic buckle. Yes. Which was funnily enough, the one I was looking at in the store, I think that didn't look too bad. So uh, <laughs> had your name on it. it well, kept it, one aside it is, for I thought. So you went the uh, you went the nice I, one. I, I, I did. So I thought, well, that's. That's fate, isn't it? I, mean, yes. I must have been meant to order the stainless steel. Yes. Well, it's good, look, to, it's good to keep like the story. Anything, whatever you tell uh, your wife, it's good to continue on with the same story. Exactly <laughs> yes. right. But the thing is as well, Apple have a really good return policy. So if even it comes around to it comes in and yeah. um, review, review it for the show and think, yeah, maybe I'm not going to get use out of this. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> Apple have a good return policy where it it can be uh, it can be returned so, and, and wait on version two. So uh, yeah, uh, nice. Look at the moment. That's uh, hopefully going to arrive on Friday. Friday. So we'll have that for uh, next week's next week's show. Oh, sounds sounds good. Sounds good. Now, um, okay. So according to dozen dozens of tweets and emails uh, that have been floating around the Twitterverse, Apple has just begun charging customers who pre-ordered the Apple Watch for their purchases. So it uh, looks like the charges on the, the credit cards are starting to appear. Apple Watch order statuses have begun changing from processing items to preparing for shipment as Apple gets ready to send out the first Apple Watch orders to customers who pre-ordered like Jace and Garth and a little bit like Michael. Hurrah. <laughs> yes. On April 10. Now, <laughs> Uh, Apple, so Apple Watch orders that have changed to preparing for shipment are still listing prospective delivery dates of the 24th of April and the 8th of May, but the first orders are expected, expected to begin arriving on Friday. So Jay, we know where Jace is going to be, right, heading down That's to the right, waiting store. for the yeah, they're delivered, they're not at the store. Yeah, so the... Um, yeah, the TNT yeah. man, I think it is these days. Oh, yes. but they're, they're already at the store, aren't they? They'd already be there. They'd be there by now. No, nah, because they're not at the store. They're not going to the stores. You can't go into a oh, store. Oh, I thought one you up. had to go and pick it up at the store. Nah. Oh, nah, so they're, they're going to deliver it to you. So you buy it online. You look at it in the store, but then you get it delivered to you. Yes. Right. Right. Well, what, what's happening come the twenty fourth, though, Michael? Do you reckon there's going to be any in the store? They're going to have to have them. No, there won't be. The there won't be any in the store available for pickup. Just to go in and purchase them. And I think that may be why they've. They're, they're now saying the website doesn't say that they're actually being released on the 24th, which I think is being silly because that's when they're actually being released. To you know, if, if people are being being sent them on the 24th, then they're actually released on the 24th. Mm. Mm. But um, yeah, I, 
I can't imagine there's any going to be available on the 24th. Once an order changes to preparing for shipment, customers may be able to track by reference number using a phone. Uh, so have you have you noticed any changes, Jace, in your sh- shipment status? I had a look at mine just before the show and it's still uh, – no, it's, it's it, it hasn't changed to preparing for shipping or shipping yet. Oh. So hopefully that sort of happens in the next day or so. <laughs> and uh, so you – have you been charged? Uh, not yet. Mm. Um, in – uh, I guess looking at previous experience, like for uh, iPads and iPhones, uh, that tends to happen with a change in uh, status. So once they ship it, they tend to uh, charge your card then. Well, presumably right. they charge your card, and if you haven't got any money, <laughs> you don't get a change in status to shipping. No. I wonder what happens you, you get there. A, you get a no, no Apple Watch for you. No. So but I think you would forfeit that order. They, they may not have charged your card previously, but they did – um, what do they call it in where, where they actually when you place the order they check to make sure that you do have the funds available and then they put right. a like put a, a hold stop. on your account yep put a yeah. hold on that amount of money on your sure. account until then they ship and then they take the money so you can't actually I don't think you can actually get overdraw shall we say right. yes yes uh, that doesn't seem to have occurred yet either but uh, okay maybe mm. that's just a Matter of short time. Mm. <laughs> yes. Now, look, I've got a uh, another Apple phone, Apple Watch <laughs> app story coming up. But uh, look, we might just have a little, a quick little break from that for now, and let's find out uh, what Jace. Did you have anything you wanted to talk about this week, apart from Apple Watch, or are you just <laughs> going to wing it? Oh, it's all it's it's it's, it's all Apple Watch and. <laughs> Well, I would very much like to be talking about the 12-inch uh, um, MacBook, but the Adelaide Apple Store hasn't had any, um, you know, even for a demo. And looking online, it seems as though only a select few stores, like worldwide, do actually uh, have them in store. But then some people have got them in their hands. So mm. it's very weird as to, to what's happening there because I really um, wanted to get down to to uh, have a look and see what, uh, I guess, see what all the fuss is about. Yes. Um, but with it using the uh, Intel mobile processor, which has already been spoken about as having lower performance, and, yeah, surely you can't do your Final Cut Pro on it, but given what I you know, use my 11-inch MacBook Air for, um, sort of out and about and, you know, bit of email, bit of... Mm. Um, Bit of browsing um, and that sort of thing. An internet. Device. I think the, tw- the twelve-inch. Yeah, the, I mean the, the uh, processor in that twelve-inch. Uh, I think would be fine. Um, and of course, a big bonus is um, that lovely Retina display. But can't, can't, can't. Haven't seen one yet, so can't, uh, <laughs> can't talk about it. Comment on it. Know, Mark, have you have you popped into any of the Sydney Apple stores and seen one in the flesh yet? No, no. I I uh, on the order day for the. F- uh, watches. I ran in, spent like took took three photos and ran back out of the store just just for the watch. But yeah, um, yeah unfortunately, no, I haven't had uh, a chance to see any of the the new MacBooks. So um, yeah, it's just a matter of wait and see. I've read a couple of reviews. I still don't know whether it's. I just think it's the twelve inch iPad that everyone was waiting for. That's basically what I think it is. <laughs> it's a little bit like that, I think. Yeah. Oh, the, the track 
trackpad's what's getting everyone's attention, but what's wrong? That's with what's getting the rave reviews with the the forced touch trackpad. What does that mean? Forced, for, fourth, or forced? Forced. Forced. Force. Yeah. What's that mean? So it actually hasn't got a clicker in it. That's the first thing. Right. So if the thing's not turned on, it just feels like you're pushing down on a table. Okay. But if you turn it on, it actually the way it feels, it feels like it's actually clicking when you touch it. Yeah, right. Uh, and also, say you're watching, uh, an example is you're watching a movie, you can actually push down and it'll go, you know, twice speed, you push down a little bit harder, it'll go four times speed, you push down harder again, it'll go eight times speed. Mm. So there, there are a couple of examples of the way Apple's done the force touch, but we're waiting for lots of developers now to write things in to, to actually enhance what what you can do with that force touch trackpad. Yeah, right. Yeah, that sounds all right because they've got some new keyboard technology too, haven't they? Yeah, that was getting a good review on a couple of people's pages mm. too. Um, it looked good when I watched the video. Yeah, it, um, it doesn't matter if you hit, you know, if you just hit to the side of the key a little bit, it'll still type properly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so a lot less, you know, people have, their, their numbers have gone up quite dramatically just by changing to that new keyboard. So that was... Pretty good. Hmm. That has had a few mixed reviews, though. Um, a few people uh, don't like it, and I think keyboards tend to be very, very personal. So um, what had changed in the 12-inch MacBook was the uh, keys are actually a little bit larger, but they've gone away from the um, butterfly-type mechanism that's uh, um, yeah. uh, basically uh, you know, the mechanical mechanism that uh, the key – keyboards used previously, um, which uh, I think that what they've gone to is more reliable, bigger keys, but you get less travel. Uh, so people that uh, uh, touch type or touch type far better than me uh, yeah. at a fast speed, um, some of them are complaining that uh, uh, it's, I guess, put them off a, off a little bit, but maybe like anything, it's just, it's just a matter of getting used to it. But mm. again, Apple had to make the change to uh, uh, get the... Get the thinness in there because, like anything uh, mechanical, um, it, it it takes up space. So they had to, uh, you know, get rid of uh, key travel um, to make the well, MacBook uh, MacBook thinner. Yeah. But um, other good things are they've all got individual LED lighting, so the lighting's very uh, uh, consistent uh, yeah, that's uh, just through it. More um, uniform, yeah. Mm, yeah. Nice. So I, I really just want to have a uh, have a a feel and a play just to see what it's all all, all about. I have actually used a touchpad because in the weird and wonderful things that Apple do, they put that the Force Touch touchpad uh, in the 13-inch um, MacBook uh, Pro when they did yeah. that, that, that yeah. refresh. And I've had a play at that, and it's, yeah, as you say, Michael, it's it's, it's really weird that if the machine isn't on or you, or you disable it, it's just like it's a, a piece of metal, but um, when you're pushing it, I mean, it's little motors under uh, underneath that are sort of uh, that are giving you the sensation that you're pushing yeah. that you're pushing harder and clicking, but it's <laughs> it's not really uh, doing anything. It, it's it's very uh, um, I guess it's really how it tricks your mind into um, yeah. Yeah. you know thinking your fingers are really feeling and doing that. <laughs> um, so again, as you allude to, Michael, it, it's going to be pretty pretty amazing. I think what developers will come up to with. Uh, just the possibilities of um, uh, uh, what they can come up to uh, with, with, with right. the yeah. uh, force yeah. touch and the, yeah. and, and the trackpad. 
Yeah, so it so, sounds all right. When do they do you expect? Are they expecting to be in Adelaide and more stores, or is this just how it's going to be? Think when as I, they get, produced, I think it's limited supply. I think a little bit like the watch at the moment. Yeah, okay. uh, yeah right. Uh, they've haven't made. Well, I've read, haven't made many. Haven't made enough. Um, they just. But it's not around the place. I've seen stories already about the watch where the, um, analysts or whatever you want to call them, the the the, uh, the geniuses or whatever, the the no <laughs> the, the, the no guesstimators, walls. Yeah. yeah, the no walls. <laughs> they uh, the professionals, whatever. They uh, they uh, have or are still continuing to say that the Apple Watch could be the biggest selling item ever. So I don't know. We'll have to wait. <laughs> That's a pretty, it's a pretty it's a pretty big call because I think the. Um, the numbers on the pre-orders are around the two million mark, aren't they? Two point two billion or something like that. Which we billion? We don't really know. No one not, really not, knows because Apple haven't but, actually said it. Yeah. No, Apple haven't, haven't said. But that sort of seems to be where people have landed at the um, uh, moment. Um, Did you say billion or million? No, mi- mi- no million. Yeah, <laughs> so million. Yeah. Whilst that's a whilst that's uh, you know is a lot to you and I, um, you know, in terms of. Worldwide, mm. Apple uh, and Apple release it, it isn't huge, um, so maybe they maybe they underestimated demand. Well, that, well, they sort of seem to go down this path all the time. I suppose. Look, it's an untested product, and uh, look, it's probably not something that it's, it's not like the iPhone, where when the iPhone came out, it was just a must-have straight away, a must-have. But uh, this maybe you could live without. You know, you're not gonna, you're not gonna go and, and neck yourself if you don't get one straight away. Well, <laughs> yeah, it's, it, it's really a bit of an accessory for your iPhone, isn't it? It's not a, mm. it's not an independent yeah. uh, uh, device. So, look again, it's a, it's it, it's a new category. Um, Apple are good at reinventing or uh, you know, new category restarting re, re, yeah, restarting. Yeah. Uh, I guess categories with, that. Uh, uh, are relative new and people maybe haven't done well in before. Yeah. Um, so I think I heard a number that um, total Android um, smartwatches that have been sold all up to date yeah. is like 700,000, 800,000. Oh, so really? Yeah. If Apple have pre-ordered, like, even if the number is 2 million. Wow. That's, that, that's already sort of Eclipsed. in the order of three times yeah. the total already number. Of, leader. Um, yeah, Wow. Android uh, 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 smartwatches that, are, that have been sold ever. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's amazing. That is amazing. Well, we'll see next uh, next week. We'll, we'll hopefully we'll have more information. One one of the articles that we had on our um, uh, Aussie Maxone page today was uh, one of the guesstimators analysts the guys was saying that uh, they're basically. The first lot he believes are being built to order. So they've built lots of electronics. They've got lots of uh, aluminium and stainless steel and gold parts. They're ready to go. But because they've got no real um, history to go on about what what people were going to buy and order and and mm. etc. That they've you know, still making them to order, and that's why there's a bit of delay about you know from when you ordered it to when you get it. Yeah, uh, that that's what the way he believes that it's going at the moment. Just to so they don't waste time building you know five thousand black ones that day when they're really only going to build a hundred. So yeah, yeah. Well, look, it all it all start it all start unfolding from Friday, I guess. And uh, as Friday comes and goes, there'll be reports about this and about that and, and figures will be released and everyone will be jumping for joy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. absolutely. We'll, we'll, uh, 
it was, we're all waiting just to Apple to say this is how many we sold. Mm. So it'll be interesting. Yes. All right. So let me tell before we get on to uh, part two of the Apple Watch show. <laughs> <laughs> let me let me tell you about the Facebook page. We've got the Aussie Techheads Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Aussie Techheads where you'll find things like apps, free apps of the day. There was one there today. Uh, put different widgets on your on your pull down notification screen. To, you know, tells you about battery life and CPU usage and RAM and all that sort of stuff. That was very good. Uh, I think I don't know how much it used to be, but uh, on the day that you see it on the Facebook page, it's free. So what? what you know, you got nothing to lose. And while you're there, don't don't just use us for the free app. Like us at the same time. <laughs> Wait, yeah. You know. Win win, eh? Come on, let's go. Uh, and also, uh, you get you can uh, don't forget the AussieTechRadio.com. twenty four seven shows podcasts from Australia and New Zealand, all back to back, and just rolled out one after the other. Very uh, very good, very very good rolling rolling out of programs. I must say. Yeah, you like my programming? <laughs> I should have been yeah. a programmer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah that, that randomized button, you know, it works great. <laughs> That's great. But yeah, Michael, you uh, you love it, don't you? You were listening to it. You listen to it all the time, just in the background. All the time, yeah. yeah just sitting in the background, yeah. plodding along, and you, you get to hear most of every everything of every podcast. So it's good. Yes, yes. And so, so if you're doing it every day, what you'd probably you probably would find it would repeat like every couple of days or something like that. Or yeah, yeah. But it just because I'm not, you know, I'll, I'll go. To, Office to office or whatever, but I'll still hear it when I come back into the workshop. And, mm. and you, you pick up more of what you missed yesterday. That's right. Yeah. So yeah. So it's excellent. Yeah. <laughs> so if you, if anyone out there listening's got a podcast and they wanted to put on, you know, roll it up into the into that lineup, just email me, Glenn at AussieMaxone.com.au, yeah. and uh, it doesn't cost nothing. And I'll put it in the lineup for you. Easy. Uh, but pretty much as let's try and keep it to Australia, New Zealand. But if if you've got one that's from overseas, well we'll have a think about it. But uh let's let's try Australia, New Zealand first. And uh, yeah. so if you've got one, let us know and we'll we'll stick it in there, all right? <laughs> uh what else? The well, there, you did you know there's also the uh, Aussie Tech Heads magazine that comes out. Yes, it's a it's a e magazine. It's a, it's a paper. That's what we call it at aussietechheads.com.au forward slash paper. So go and does, check does that it have out. a centerfold, Glenn? Uh, look, I had to stop doing centerfolds. Uh, <laughs> you know, I'm glad you stopped doing them. That's what I. <laughs> well, you know, things got a bit hairy, so uh, <laughs> yeah, we had to stop the centerfolds. But uh, yes, but that, that's still going. The paper's still out. Tw- two editions, twice a twice a day. AussieTechers.com.au forward slash paper. And yeah, it's not just tech in that thing. It's also business and uh, everything. Oh, have a look at it. It's great. Great. Now, also, uh, look, uh, a little message from our, our main sponsor this week and, and for the last couple of months. So thanks to scopeiteducation.com.au. Kids today are engrossed with technology, often spending excessive hours behind their screens. The guys at Scope IT Education aim to not fight that war. They instead aim to change those hours into productive hours. They turn consumers into creators. Scope IT Education is a teaching organisation that provides curriculum-based technology training to primary-age students. Predominantly, lessons are done within the school system with refined, professionally developed courses that align with and complement current state and national-based outcomes. The course range is vast, with classes in introductory coding skills with process-based logical thinking, app development, website design, digital citizenship, Google research, and now, can you believe it, even 3D printing, electronics, and robotics. 
Of course, all their courses are fun and engaging. They carefully combine this with specific outcomes to help shape our children's education for the future, arming them with the technology skills they will need in the world they grow up in tomorrow. If you think this sounds interesting, they also have franchise opportunities. For anyone feeling that this product sounds intriguing, or if you would like to know more information as a teacher or principal, check out the website, Coach. Uh, coach <laughs> scope it <laughs> education.com.au and look they will provide all the coaching if you think it's a viable franchise they will give you the coach they will coach you yes they will and uh and get you up and running in a, in a new business helping kids code how good does that sound very good and and just to chuck my two bobs worth in here Please. um for all the parents that have kids going to public schools i'd be i'd be having words to my, my principal to try and get this in there because the private schools uh, already have a lot of this this sort of stuff happening. Mm. Um, I like even a, a particular girls' school that I frequent. They've got three D scanners where they've scanned the you know, teachers' heads, right, and then printed them in three D, like just just for fun. You know, that's yeah. the sort of thing that they can do at a private school that they can't wow. possibly do. At a lot of public schools, so uh, mm, that's they're getting awesome. advantages in what is really, I I think, the future. You know, having grown mm. up with it, uh, there's still a long way to go and a lot more to come. So, does Apple do they provide? Because I know a lot of schools are have Apple computers. Do they? Does Apple provide discounts to the schools, or is there just no discounts to anyone ever? With the Apple stuff, like you know, as as a school education and get them in front of young kids. Do, do, Depends how much you're buying, right? Okay. How, how good your negotiating schools are. Yeah, used mm. to be a lot, but now there's there's not as uh, there's not as much. Yeah. But also, students get um, discount cards. They they again they used to get a discount, but now they get iTunes or not iTunes cards. Um, yeah, iTunes type cards from the store, Apple Store cards, so that you can buy you know software or hardware. Yeah. From the Apple the, Store, so you still got to spend the money in house, uh, right, right? Instead of giving you a straight discount. So, would you find that there's, there's the I, I don't know if you're this far involved with the education part of it, but does the state education uh, negotiate, or is it just up to individual schools? What well, it might just because I suppose well, I suppose to be up to individual schools, wouldn't it? Because some schools yep. probably don't have yep. apples; they probably have something else. Yeah, some schools have apples, some schools have Windows machines, some schools mm. will bring your own. Um, but it depends hugely on the principal and on uh, or whether that principal is getting pushed along by a particular teacher who's the uh, who has a you know a big interest in IT. That's basically how they get pushed along. Yeah. But the challenge is, is if that teacher leaves and goes to another school, mm. then that that whole school can change their IT thoughts overnight, and yes. it's, um, it can happen. It can happen. I'm I'm quite happy to have kids learning on any machine, but I just as long as they're learning the future and not what's behind, you know, yeah. they don't need to learn yeah, well, how to, I, how I, to I, use Michael, Word, Excel, and PowerPoint. Uh, Mm. Any machine's fine, isn't it? I mean, whether they want to use a uh, you know a MacBook or an or an iMac, I don't really mind. It's uh, you know <laughs> it's up to the individual. Yeah, Even yeah. a MacBook Air. Well, that's right. <laughs> that's right. Anything, anything like that. Now, look, let's get back to the uh, Apple Watch, shall we? 
Because it might be thinking, like I was, you know, what's the use of it? Just a little watch, you know? What else does it do? I'll tell you what else it can do. And, and as you'll find in the in the app store, as you update, you know, as you find updates for your apps every day, you go, oh, we've got 10 updates today. And you might just bump on, you know, probably some of your favourites. Go, oh, I wonder what's new in this one and this one. And pretty much they're all starting to say things like updated for Apple Watch compatibility, you know, updates for Apple Watch, Apple, blah, blah, blah. So a number of notable apps have been updated with Apple Watch support to start off this week, including Shazam. So we all know Shazam. Uh, Microsoft OneDrive. Now, and Porsche Car Connect, FIFA 15 Ultimate Team by EA Sports, and a couple more. Now, Shazam for Apple Watch will enable you to discover which artist, song, and lyrics you are listening to from your wrist in seconds. Something I've always wanted to be able to do. You will, <laughs> you will also be able to see your past Shazam at a glance with a single swipe-up gesture. Turn on Auto Shazam. Wasn't that a cartoon? Wasn't he a genie? Wasn't he or something? Yeah, uh, to continue discovering music automatically and use handoff on Apple Watch and iPhone to buy songs on iTunes, videos and more. So Shazam's right into it. Now Microsoft OneDrive, they've updated to allow you to view your photos and albums stored on the cloud uh, on the Apple Watch. The Porsche Car Connect. This is one for you, Michael. Yes, my dream car. (laughs) (laughs) Now, your Porsche Car Connect app has been updated to allow remote display and control of your Porsche from an Apple Watch. The app, (laughs) compatible with select 2014 models, You'll you'll be right. You'll you'll get in the 2015. (laughs) So select 2014 models and later provide safety notifications, journey statistics, vehicle status, vehicle locator directly on the Apple Watch. Wow. (laughs) No more logbooks. You won't have to, you know, you won't have to put a little, get, write one of those, go to the news agents, buy one of those books, start writing stuff, you know, I hated doing start that. Start writing it out, yep. Oh, I hate, that's rubbish. Um, EA Sports, look, they've, oh, what have they done? Look, I've got a couple here, well, might as well give them to you. EA Sports has introduced a new Apple Watch feature for FIFA 15, ultimate team that help you assemble and manage the ultimate soccer team from your wrist. Excellent. <laughs> and what? Epi, I don't even know how to say it, Epi, Epicurious, Epicurious has introduced its Smart Kitchen Timer app for Apple Watch. The app lets you choose from 40-plus ingredients from one of five categories, steak, veggies, chicken and pork, seafood and eggs, and the custom timer will tell you how long the food takes to cook. Oh, put those cookbooks away. That's right. (laughs) Nickelodeon updated Nick Jr. for the Apple Watch over the weekend, allowing iPhone users to manage the child's Nick Jr. screen time through a Bluetooth connection right from the watch. That's good, isn't it? Junior, your time is up. Slap. <laughs> the iPhone goes blank. Good stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so there's heaps of stuff starting to come out. So you would have seen heaps of stuff, Michael. Heaps of apps being updated. Yes. Um, yeah. And all this. And then it's just all, it's just getting you stirred up, isn't it? That you just really want one of these now. <laughs> but when are you going to get yours, mate? If you don't get yours Friday, you're hoping next week. Oh, I'm, early. Ha- I'm, I'm hoping Garth gets ours on Friday. That's yes, right. <laughs> and then he'll he'll put uh, not known at this address. Please try Penrith, and he'll be sending That's it right. straight yes. back down to you. Yes, yeah. yeah. So hopefully, you'll, so you should hopefully either which either way you might get it by Tuesday. I'll, I'll be flying over to his place. He, all he's got to do is say, "Michael, I'm ready," and yep. I'll be there for him. You're there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so yeah, so that's the Apple Watch. I think. I think we're pretty much uh, covered it, haven't we? Did you? Did you had something no, else, no, Michael? There's one yeah. more. Yeah, one, one more little thing that that just to help everyone out is that the 
Apple Watch guided tours uh, have been updated again, which is great. Uh, it's now updated the Apple Watch guided tours with four more videos featuring how to make a phone call, how to interact with Siri, uh, the Maps navigation showing you how to use that correctly, and the music app. So, and uh, we've already had three going, and now we've got seven running, and there's still a couple more to come. Right. I reckon they just haven't made them because you would have expected <laughs> these would have come out before the um, yeah, yeah before last so. Friday. I didn't, we, were, we were talking about it a couple of weeks ago saying, oh, maybe they're going to sort of drip feed them through and do a couple every day leading yeah, up to yeah. pre-orders. <laughs> I reckon, I reckon uh, there's a very busy team at Apple with a video <laughs> camera and um, Final Cut. <laughs> yeah, they must have been making all, all the ads and few videos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, look, another story that Michael you put in here—it's not really Apple related, but it's interesting. About- oh yes, the that um, I, I heard it on the news late late tonight that uh, Microsoft is opening a Sydney store. So the first Microsoft store out of the US will be in the Pitt Street Mall in Sydney. That's good. Uh, which is a nice little little shopping area there that uh, has got some. Nice shops around. It's not too far from the Apple Store to walk around. It's just you'll be able to actually find a human being you can slap. <laughs> <laughs> I can just just so, give me something to walk up the window and laugh at people. Yeah. <laughs> Point and laugh. Oh look, I had a, I continue to have experiences with Google. Eh, like I can, and and just businesses in general, and especially like you know you cannot phone Google to ask them anything. You cannot phone them for anything, like uh, not unless you start paying for their business apps and stuff. Like today, yeah, I was going to say you can if you pay. <laughs> yeah, but how do you to get to that stage to even pay? You can't talk to anyone. Like today, because I, I want to, I'm wanting to, you know, get some of the. They've got this new cloud storage thing going, right? It's called Nearline, and it's cheap. Cheap storage because it's cold cloud storage. So I thought, okay, I want to get yeah. some of this going. So I want to talk to someone about how do I start this? You know, how do I, is it part of Google Drive? Is it on a separate platform? How do I start? That you can't do it. You can't. So I phoned Google Sydney today. You know, and I thought, okay, if I can get onto the Google in Sydney, surely they'll be able to put me through to somewhere where I can get an answer or get something. Progress my uh, curiosity somehow. So I rang Google Sydney. The phone answers. goes, hi, we're closed for the holidays. We'll be closed from December 25th to January January 1. Thank you. Goodbye. What's that? They must must have moved the... uh... (laughs) What is that? (laughs) They must have moved it on the way, mustn't they? (laughs) So... So you can't re- you can ring the reception at Sydney. You get the phone messages from last Christmas, and <laughs> I, I so I send away a contact form. You know, dear Google, yeah. on the contact, can someone from the Clown Storage please ring me? This is my phone number, and uh, and uh, I get an email back. Oh, this is from Google Support. You'll need to ring Google. I said okay. <laughs> so I wrote back. Can you tell me the phone number and where it is at? Where where are they? What's the time zone and everything? Yeah. I get I get the I get a message back. This is the phone number. 888, whatever it was, 888-6532. I sent one back. What is the country and the time zone? And can you tell me the the, the international code? (laughs) And they send back, it's in the US. I send back, can you tell me the time zone, please? (laughs) How hard is this? Well, I can't believe it. 
I'm sorry. But, anyway, I've ditched it. I've I've left it. I can't do hard. it anymore. Too hard. Yeah, too I'm, hard. I'm sticking with the Amazon. So when yeah. I I had an issue with one of my customers got Google Apps yes accounts and uh, I was having an issue for one of the staff members on a Sunday afternoon a few months back, and I just rang the number and I got someone in in America that was happy to talk to me and switched on. And got me to a certain point, and then he said, "No, nah, well, because it's not really an apps problem. There's nothing I can do for you." Right. So he was he was a good guy, and he, we tried a couple of different things, but yeah. it, he felt that it wasn't uh, an apps issue. Yeah, you know, it wasn't actually part of the Google Apps that you're actually paying for. I, th- right. I can't remember what it was now. It was. Yeah, but it, it just seems so hard. Like, and because when you ring up, I rang the I rang the reception in the US or something, and it says uh, the only way I could get to speak yeah. to someone is if I had a PIN code for the my account I had with Google Business Apps. Yeah. But I don't have any account because I c- can't figure out how to start one. Yeah. So I'm like, I give up, eh? I I totally. Give up. I just gave yeah. up. I said, this is, that's it. And look, I just went through all those Google, I just deleted them. I just was so frustrated. I just went, I don't care if you're two cents cheaper. Get out right. of here. Get out. I rang I'm Apple today because I was trying to resolve a, a technical problem that I I had. Um, and I rang, rang the main phone number for Apple and it says, number one, do you want to buy something? Number two, <laughs> do you want technical su- yes. tech support? Number three, do you want something else? Hmm. Number four, yeah. Number five, if you know the person's number, or number six, if you want want to talk to someone. Yeah. And I, I got to talk to someone and got put through to the right person. Nice, nice. I knew the area I needed. You know, I knew yeah. knew one of two people that I needed to talk to, so that was yeah. fine. Yeah, well, that's good. I think, and that's the that's a bit of a difference. I fe- I find that I've rang Apple a couple of times for different things, and I've had my my query answered on the phone it's, just it's, like that yeah it's, it's at least i can find the phone number in within two minutes yeah. that yeah. i can actually ring but yeah i can't i don't know is it just but that's, that's the hassle arrogance google's always got isn't it is that they've never really set themselves up for any direct customer support no yeah. It's not and even support. I didn't want support. How many people, how many people have an issue with Gmail that they'd like some support on? That's the hassle, isn't it? That mm. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know. I didn't want support. I, I wanted sales support, which I can't believe it. I just, I just, in frustration, I deleted all the emails. I'm, I'm over it. I was totally over it. <laughs> and and as and, and tell you how much over it I am. I stopped my Gmail accounts and I, <laughs> and I went to Outlook.com. Oh, so over it. But anyway, <laughs> all right. That's a red. Oh, I thought you might have gone to AOL. <laughs> I was thinking about it. <laughs> I was thinking about changing my search engine to Ask Jeeves as well. <laughs> that'll that'll teach him. Best with me, not talk to me. That'll teach him. All right, yeah. uh, Jace, did you have anything else this week you want to talk about? Uh, WWDC, eighth um, of June. It starts uh, the lottery came out yeah uh, so obviously um didn't have a winner yeah I, I didn't uh yeah because there's, there's actually an international trip um if you do are successful in getting in getting tickets but obviously tickets uh are very much in demand so the way they do it now is uh 
over a period of, uh, I think, a week or so, you can uh, register your interest, and uh, then they randomly select successful people to uh, attend uh, WWDC in mm. uh, in the States. Nice. Um, so uh, that process has been uh, gone through, and uh, I think the most interesting thing is still going to be what uh, – what are they going to release at WWDC? And, you know, especially with a developer um, tie-in. So mm. um, sure, there's too. going to be more about the watch, but we <laughs> but we, we know about uh, that. Well, again, speculation is still around um, the Apple TV, new oh, Apple TV, dear. and Apple TV that does stuff. Right, right. Yeah. Let's yeah. hope so. Well, uh, yes, yes. Let's, <laughs> let's really, really hope so. And Michael, for, for sure, this time. Any any last thoughts this week from you? No, no. I I just just on that that um, they're putting another hundred hundred free seats for students. I think um, so. I think there's yeah. three hundred and fifty free um, student seats for WWDC this year, which is pretty good. Yeah, that's a that's a good saving for a young student. They've, just, they've still got to get themselves there and get themselves accommodation. But mm. you know, that's there's, all right. There's plenty of really young, yeah, switch switched on programmers. Yeah, I th- I saw the I saw some uh, a, a article there it was from as 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 young as thirteen. You're able to go if you get if you're lucky enough. So, yeah. So yeah, it's excellent news. Excellent. All right. I think that brings us to an end of another week, uh, gents. So thanks for. Thank you. Coming on audio only, Michael. Thanks for coming in your best capacity, <laughs> and uh, we'll we'll talk to you in a couple of weeks. Yes, you enjoy well, yourself. I will, but uh, yes, Michael and uh, Jace and maybe Garth will be here. And next Garth week. will be back next week. We're all wearing our watches. Oh yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Good stuff. Maybe we can run on time then. Yeah, <laughs> have it. Bu- uh, that's right. Well, <laughs> have it vibrate. We just need need Skype to play nicely. Oh, yes. (laughs) And Michael, look, just for anyone that's doing group calls on Skype, Michael's found a way to get rid of that pesky little ad that slides in from the right. Uh, All you've got to do is go into your Internet Explorer settings and go to Restricted Sites, put in the – what was I think it was uh, apps.skype.com as the site – and add it to a restricted site, restart Skype, and you should be away. No more pesky ads. That'll, that'll <laughs> learn them as well. All right. Okay. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Jace. Thanks, Michael. Thanks for coming in. Thanks, man. And, uh, Thanks, bye. everyone. Cheers. See everyone we'll next week. See you all next time. Okay. Bye for now. Ta-da. Bye.